Hello, hello, my friend. I'm so glad you're here with me today. And in this podcast episode, we are going to take some time to talk about boundaries. Because the truth is, setting boundaries in our lives is absolutely crucial. But it's really not something we even think about until we're totally exhausted and overwhelmed and someone has overstepped our boundaries. And contrary to the belief that setting boundaries is actually restricting, knowing how to set boundaries as a teacher before you leave the classroom is actually one of the most important steps for you. You see, you need to make sure you're setting appropriate boundaries around your classroom teaching in order to make space for working on your side hustle or thinking about your exit strategy or even learning a new skill for a career outside the classroom. So put certain safeguards in place to protect our time, preserve our mental health, and shield our hearts is pivotal. And that's why this episode is about how to set those boundaries as a teacher that will set you up for success if and when you choose to leave the classroom. So if you're ready, let's go. Welcome to the Classroom Exit Strategies podcast, a podcast for teachers who are thinking about leaving the classroom or starting a side hustle to grow into a self-sustaining business. My name is Jennifer Holt, and I'm here to provide you with strategic action steps designed to help you leave the classroom on your terms. Number one, work only during contracted hours. The belief that teachers should work 24-7 is a huge problem because it has utterly permeated the world of education. There's this unspoken expectation that teachers will be available and accessible at all times to parents, students, admin, you name it. But I'm here to tell you that you don't need to fall victim to this faulty narrative. You have a choice to set up strict boundaries around your profession, your family, and your life. You get to choose what you do allow and don't allow into your life, contrary to the opinions of others. One of the best ways to do this is by working only during contract hours. Now, it's imperative that you know when your contract hours begin and end each day in order to do this. Choose a specific time you will leave school each and every day and then make that your priority. If you don't have a certain leaving time, you're going to find yourself in an unhealthy habit of staying way too long. And if I were to guess... That's probably where you find yourself at this exact moment. Remember, there will always be more work to do than you could possibly get done in a given day. But never having a deadline makes accomplishing those tasks so much harder. When you know you need to leave by 3.30 or 4 p.m., you have an incentive to stay super focused during the time you're at school. Set an alarm on your phone and allow that alarm to remind you why you set this boundary. As one ingenious teacher shared with me, she actually set her school alarm to sound like a phone call. This allowed her to exit a conversation or situation easily and stick to her predetermined boundary. My last year in the classroom, I actually did this and I was amazed at how much more work I got done each day simply by knowing I had to leave at 3.35 each afternoon. Now, obviously, there are going to be exceptions like faculty meetings, parent-teacher conferences, things of that nature. But the key is remembering that these are truly the exceptions and not the rule. One additional and vitally important step to this boundary is making sure that work tasks are left at work to be completed during your contracted hours. In other words, don't leave school with a teacher bag full of work you have to complete at home because this defeats the entire purpose of leaving work at your designated time. If you know you have to work late every week or maybe just once a month, choose one specific day of the week and plan to stay an extra two hours or however long is necessary on that day 
only. Trust me when I tell you this is life-changing and truly life-giving. You will never regret making this a boundary in your life, but you must be willing to actually set the alarm and then leave. I can tell you it will be really difficult at first, but you will find that your attention and ability to get things accomplished during your contract hours will increase dramatically once you get into the group. Number two, set up email autoresponders. An email autoresponder is an automatic reply that's sent to anyone who sends you an email when you are unavailable. And the best part is you can create a completely customized message with whatever information you choose to include, like office hours or availability, when the sender can expect a response from you, and that's typically within 24 hours. This teaches parents, students, and admin that you are not always available and to respect your time. But most importantly, it helps you strengthen the boundary you've already established for keeping work at work. Because setting up an email responder is a little different for each email service provider, I've included links to tutorials on some of the most popular email service providers. You can find these in the show notes below. The last important piece of setting this particular boundary is deciding when you will check your school or work email. Obviously, you need to check it during working hours, but predetermined specific times of the day, like 8 a.m., 12, 3, whatever the times are that you need to check it, just predetermine those times so that you aren't wasting valuable work time checking email 63 times. Then, once you're ready to leave for the day, make sure your autoresponder is running, close your email, and don't check it again until the next morning. Let me give you a tip. Another important part of this particular boundary regarding email is to remove any app or shortcut you have to your work email on your phone or home computer. This is going to require you to go through the entire login process each time you want to check it, and this alone will deter you from checking it outside of contract hours. Number three, determine what you are willing to do ahead of time. As teachers, we're expected to do so many things that are outside of our job requirements. And although you have the choice as to whether you'll do them or not, sometimes it feels like our hands are tied. In fact, Many times we fear losing our jobs if we don't do everything that's asked of us. To remedy this, keep a copy of your teacher contract so you can see exactly what the requirements of your job are and how you can meet those requirements most efficiently. Make sure you're doing everything included in your contract so that you will feel more comfortable saying no to those things that are not required. There are so many volunteer and even additional paid opportunities that fall outside of your contract requirements. Yes, you can choose to be involved in any and all of these activities that you want. But remember, you do not have to volunteer for every committee or be the one everyone turns to for specific things. In fact, you don't have to do any of them. You have the ability to say no. And if you're going to say no to something, it's better for everyone involved if you learn to say no sooner rather than later. Take it from someone who's learned this the hard way. If you're a people pleaser, this is going to be really difficult for you. But that's why I say make the decision before you're put into a situation where you might say yes out of guilt. Determine how many hours you are willing and able to give to any other activities outside of your required job. Then make a note to yourself about why you're choosing to stick to this number of activities. Maybe you need to use the time to start your TPT shop. 
maybe you want to start a blog. Maybe you need to finally make a decision about whether or not to leave the classroom. Maybe you just want to learn some new skills so that you could eventually be a virtual assistant. Whatever the reason is, just determine ahead of time how much time you can devote to school stuff outside of your contracted hours. Write that amount of time down and then write why you're going to stick with this. Number four, audit your social media. This one may seem totally outside the box since we've been talking about how to set boundaries as a teacher, but this one goes hand in hand with the others. Social media can be a wonderful way to communicate and connect with people, encourage others, and just be encouraged yourself. But social media also brings with it a wealth of negativity and lots of imposter syndrome opportunities. As a teacher who wants to leave the classroom, it's super important that you use your time wisely as you embark on starting or growing your side hustle. The truth is you still only have 24 hours in a day, which means you're going to have to be really diligent in your use of social media. So that begs the question, how do you audit your social media? Well, the first thing I did was unfollow people on Facebook. And I don't just mean some people. I mean lots of people. I know, I know. It might make you feel bad to think about unfollowing people, but I promise it's a game changer. Let me tell you what happened in my own life. Basically, every time I went to send someone a message on Facebook for my business or for some other reason, I was getting sucked into the rabbit hole of drama in everyone's lives, which got me completely distracted and honestly quite stressed out because that feed was just drawing my attention. Seeing all this information and all these people talking about all these things in my feed was just too too much for me to pull away from. Then I'd look up only to realize that an hour had passed and I'd completely forgotten to send the message that lured me to Facebook in the first place. So after one disturbingly long morning wasting my life on Facebook, I made the decision to unfollow everyone except a few specific people. And I'll be honest, I've never felt better about a social media decision in my entire life. And let me just clarify one thing here. There is a difference between unfollowing people and unfriending them on Facebook. When you unfollow, it just means that anything they post will not show up in your feed. You can still see everything they post by going to their Facebook account. It just doesn't show up in your feed, which means that when you do go to Facebook to connect with someone, send them a message or whatever you might need to do, you're not getting distracted. If you think this might be a good decision for you, but you really don't want to unfollow everyone, ask yourself a few questions. Number one, how do I feel when I see a post by this person? Do I feel encouraged, stressed, angry, happy? Ask yourself that. Number two, does following this person add value to my life, my health, business, career, etc.? Number three, would I feel differently if I quit following this person Or would I not even notice? Number four, does this person's posts make me feel less valuable as a person, teacher, mom, etc.? And am I always comparing myself to this individual and never measuring up? If after reviewing these questions, you notice any sort of negative feelings, whether it's toward a particular account or a person, go ahead and unfollow them now. Then take a few minutes to research accounts that align with where you are in life right now. For example, I'd love for you to join me on Instagram at classroom exit strategies, where I share tips, suggestions, encouragement, and also occasionally the funny reel designed to help you leave the classroom on your terms. There is just so much negativity in our world, and we want to make sure that we're surrounding ourselves with people who encourage us, build us up, and help us see the value that we add to the world. So set yourself up for success by surrounding yourself with positivity on social media. 
That brings me to number five, create and maintain your boundary systems. I know this seems odd when learning how to set boundaries as a teacher, but if you don't create systems and then maintain those systems, you're not going to be successful. Without a doubt, setting healthy, manageable boundaries is pivotal, whether you plan to stay in the classroom five more minutes or 25 more years. The difference between success and failure when it comes to learning how to set boundaries as a teacher and ultimately in your career outside the classroom is simply taking control and doing it. Think about it. You want to leave school at a specific time? So you've created an alarm to remind you when it's time to leave. You want parents, students, and admin to respect your quitting time? So you've set up an automated email letting them know that you will respond within 24 hours. You want to be encouraged when you're on social media? So you've unfollowed people that aren't breathing life into you and started following those accounts that really encourage your heart. You've created a system for each boundary, but now it's time to actually stick with it. And I know how hard it can be to retrain your mind in this way, but I promise it will be so worth it. Remember, the point of learning how to set boundaries as a teacher isn't to feel confined by them. You're completely welcome and in fact encouraged to change or adjust them as you see fit. The important thing is that you have chosen to take control of your life and no longer let others dictate your choices. You've drawn a line in the sand and said, this is what I need to do for me and my family. And friend, you should feel completely empowered by that. I am so proud of you and so excited to see what your journey is going to look like and to see what sorts of boundaries you put up in your own life to protect yourself, your family, and others. I'd love for you to hop over to Instagram, send me a DM, let me know exactly what's going on. And if there's any way that I can help you, I would love to help you. Or if you have a suggestion for another podcast episode, I'd love to hear your thoughts. And until next time. Thanks for listening to the Classroom Exit Strategies podcast at happyteachermama.com. I'm your host, Jennifer Holt, and I look forward to serving you in the next episode.